to Live Nation's Friday, Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3, Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Great to be with you. Lucy Goosey edition of the program. We'll lay back on Fridays. Everybody's feeling pretty good right around now, right? Get into that 2 o'clock hour. You can see the end of the week on the horizon. Maybe you check out a little early. It's going to be, uh, I think, a glorious evening, everybody. Tomorrow, we got FSU basketball. Look forward to it. Any updates on uh, commitments, anything from that front? I don't want to keep uh, ignoring it if something's going down, but I don't think so. Uh, not at this time. Not at this time. We'll let you know. If there's an announcement before 3 Eastern, we got you. Yeah. Uh, I began by talking about, uh, well, a couple things. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, we, we were excited about the news that Jamie Robinson announced his return. I, I think that's really good for Florida State. Good player. And then I, you know, don't think that we're going to hear the news that we want to hear from Kevin Coleman. I, I, it would be great, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, and then, you know, we talked a little bit about uh, some of the other guys that Florida State's looking at. And uh, then we talked about uh, Florida State trying to bounce back from the throttling at the hands of Wake Forest. 76-54 earlier this week, tomorrow night against Louisville. Later this hour, my mom will join us, get the picks in. We'll have to catch everybody up. It's been a couple weeks. Yeah, I want to know what the pool looked like the last couple of weeks. The good news is, everybody, it's not just a game that's on the radio. There is a pool, a verifiable one that the family has. Uh, that they can take a look and, and see the pluses and minuses. That, that is correct, yes. We, we can look and find out who did what. Um, you know what uh, caught me by surprise today? I saw Corey Clark's article on Warchant.com about uh, base, the baseball team uh, with the workouts beginning, and you know they're trying to battle through uh, the COVID situation. Um, he had, you know, Mike Martin Jr. talked about the roster. Uh, they had about 16 of 39 players that were available to, to, to work out um, first day of activities in the new year for his club. So, that, you know, less than half your team is out there. That's a that's problematic. Uh, we'll, we'll find out what, what goes on from there. But I will say uh, this is a baseball team that I am very excited to see after being brutally disappointed in everything that I saw a year ago. And that's not a knock on Mike or his staff. It's that that team had oceans of swing and missing them, and I couldn't watch it. And because the game is trended towards strikeouts and we had guys that could strike people out, you quite literally could sit down and watch a college baseball game featuring Florida State last year, and you might see 28 strikeouts. That's a whole lot of nothing happening. You would see it. Yeah, yeah, you did. It's almost more likely than not. I mean, in total, right? I mean, us striking them out, them striking yeah. out. Because yeah. uh, we, we had games where you're like, mm, struck out 17 times, did we? Good God, man. It was hard. To, uh, to watch that. But uh, I, I guess I buried the lead. Really, I started with the conversation centering around the great shade tree Marvin Jones and his election uh, into the being named of uh, the College Football Hall of Fame. It is about damn time. Good on you, shade tree. Uh, congratulations to Marvin Jones. Uh, I, can't, uh, I won't go through the spiel I went through last hour, but that guy, I feel, uh, was, was the best linebacker I ever saw play college football. And what is my favorite player in Florida State's history? Um, just because he was such a such a force, just a force of nature. It feels kind of strange because Brett McMurphy reported it this morning, and he had the specifics on like every player that was going to be named to yes, the 2022 College Football Hall of Fame class. Doesn't it seem strange that they would announce it on a Friday afternoon? Like, wouldn't you maybe announce that well, on Monday, and maybe Brett has scooped him by a few days? It just in terms of the official announcement, it would be awfully strange. 
for a group like the College Football Hall of Fame to not give themselves maximum exposure? My guess is they will announce Monday. I don't think it's coming today. Uh, you're right, because I thought that was strange, too. If you missed the tweet, Brett McMurphy uh, works for the Action Network and Stadium, um, and, and I don't know that everybody looks at those uh, sites on the regular. I look at Action a lot because of the gambling stuff I do, but uh, the story reads as follows. Colorado Heisman Trophy running back Rashawn Salam, who I remember very well. By the way, every time they announce the College Football Hall of Fame, or any Hall of Fame for that matter involving football, it is a certifiable way to go down memory lane and have a lot of fun with that time that you spend reflecting on those players. Because Rashawn Salam was awesome. And I remember was, him. Oh, it was back when Colorado mattered. They haven't mattered in a long time. But, man, they did once, and uh, to the tune of winning a national championship. Well, a shared one. Uh, with Georgia Tech. Just think about that. We were talking about Georgia before the end of the last hour. So Georgia likes their team a lot, and they'll talk about Georgia a lot. And then we, I said they're a little bold for a team that hasn't done anything in, of great significance in the yeah. way of a national championship. 42 years. 42 years. Yeah, Colorado and Georgia Tech have won a national championship since the last time Georgia did. Think about <laughs> Well, I'm sure those uh, Texas instruments wielding Georgia Tech students remind the Georgia fans of that every time I'm they see them. Sure, they do. Uh, so, uh, Ohio, Oklahoma State running back Terry Miller, uh, Oklahoma defensive back Roy Williams, he was a stud, uh, Florida State linebacker Marvin Jones, former Toledo and Missouri coach Gary Pinkle, remember him well, all named to the College Football Hall of Fame's class of 2022. Sources tell Action Network. That's how McMurphy wrote the story. The entire 2022 Hall of Fame class is expected to be announced in the next few days, reads in that article. So you're right. It's going to be more like Monday or Tuesday that you'll get that announcement. The class size is usually between 13 and, and 16 players. Uh, LeVar Arrington has announced public. He already announced that he made it. So, yeah, he put it on his Twitter. Well, if Shade Tree does it, then we can run with it. Let's see if he does it. Because Marvin is active on Twitter. Yeah. For somebody who came up in, in you know, the late yeah, 80s, early yeah, 90s, yeah, he is, yeah. a peer of yours, he is quite active on the Twitter game. There were 177 players and 40 coaches that were nominated for the 2022 class, 78 players and seven coaches from the football bowl subdivision level and remainder, and the remainder from the smaller divisions. Uh, Salam, 1994 Heisman Trophy winner. Died in 2016 at the age of 42. I had forgotten that. I don't know why. That's tragic. Um, he committed suicide. That was a really... I forgot all about that. I think he was in the park. Hmm. Sorry. Uh, but he was a tremendous player. And then you go back through and you look at the legends and what the players were. And, you know, you see Heisman Trophy winners and finalists. And, you know, you, you think about the teams, uh, you know, in 76. I don't remember this, but the Oklahoma State won the Big 8 championship, uh, the first in school history. And that's, you know, he, that's how Miller got, uh, Terry Miller uh, got kind of famous. And then they get to the part where they get to our guy, Marvin Jones. And... I didn't need this reminder, but for everybody else who doesn't remember, was a two-time first-team All-American, 91 and 92, won the Butkus and the Lombardi in 92, was named the Sporting News Defensive Player of the Year in three seasons. He led Florida State, if you will, during that stretch to a 32-5 and record, and of course, all three of those seasons saw Florida State finish in the top four of the AP poll, and he missed out by one year from winning the national championship uh, because he, he rightfully uh, 
declared for the NFL draft and um, went to uh, went to the uh, combine and got drafted fourth, and uh, the rest is history. Went to the Jets, unfortunately. Yeah, never really yeah. want to go to the I think Jets. That's, a lot of people say that. Went to the Jets, unfortunately. Maybe uh, not Zach Wilson, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I don't know why I, I kind of have a, I kind of like the Jets. I think it's the green. Oh yeah, yeah. No, they would have been my team. That would have been my team had I not moved, had my family not moved, and I had a soft spot for the Jets. I still do, but oh, is the Jet are the Jets your second favorite team, or is uh, Minnesota your second? You've kind of adopted I've Minnesota. Had to adopt Minnesota. Well, not had to. I, I enjoy it. the purple's awesome. That's you know, if you're gonna root for a team. I'm glad I didn't marry into a Bengals family, even though they got Joe Burrow. Like, I hate wouldn't that those just be really tough? I hate those uniforms. Yeah. I hate them. It's much easier, once, especially with the matte helmets. I like them so much better than the dark purple helmets. Like, a lot of times when you make things newer, I don't really feel it. I don't feel that like same Like, the Rams energy. ruined their uniforms. The right. Rams had awesome uniforms. This nonsense they wear now is garbage. Oh, how about the Eagles? Oh, yeah. You know, that, that dark green played in the late 90s, early 2000s. Yes. But it's been a minute since then. Let's yeah, go let's back go to the back Randall to Cunninghams. Yeah. What are we doing? The Ron Jaworski uniforms. But you know what? Those Minnesota new purple matte helmets They're are awesome. perfect. They I really like, bring the, the whole thing together. Yeah, I like Vikings fans. I like the Vikings. There's not a lot to dislike about the Vikings. I always felt bad for the Vikings because they went 0-4 in the Super Bowl. They know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, damn it, man. That's a toughie. You just can't. He lost yeah. every one of them? Before the Bills, there was the Vikings. Yeah, right? well, the yeah. Bills did it in a row. Yeah. yeah, That's the ultimate, I mean, God, dog. It's all at once an incredible accomplishment that is not likely in our lifetime to be duplicated. And I don't, in fact, I don't think it will be duplicated uh, to go to four straight Super Bowls. But, because uh, it hadn't, you know, it hadn't been done prior well, and hasn't been done since. We're going to be halfway there in about a month. <laughs> Could you, can you imagine... If, if, if the Bucks, as currently constructed, uh, without two of their top receivers, uh, and, and one of them being the glue in Godwin, were to go to Green Bay and win a second consecutive NFC championship in Green Bay in what looks like Aaron Rodgers' final season there, whoo! Yeah. Man. You know, you know what would happen next? Devontae Adams would sign down in Tampa. That's what would Come happen Come on next. down, buddy! Wouldn't that, could you just imagine, oh man. What and a- I took your receiver. That's what he says as he walks off the field. Devontae and him arm in arm walking into the tunnel. You know, the, um, the, the, that game, if you can somehow find a way to get healthy enough to get to that game, and I'm not sure the Bucks right now, you know, you go back and look at that game against the Jets. We got run on. They did kind of, I mean, they ran between the tackles too, not just on the edges with Barrios. They ran between the tackles as well. I was like, what this is? What are we doing here? It's problematic. This, this is not what we do. So I don't know where our heads at just yet, and all that good stuff. But if they return to form here and and as close to form as they can without some of those key cogs, uh, that game, if played in Lambeau, like we suspect, Green Bay is not going to lose. They're going to be they're going to be there. It's possible though. Here's why because they you hate their run defense. Yes. Well, also, but they struggled against a backup quarterback in Baltimore, mm-hmm. and really that game with Cleveland comes down to the final possession on maybe they throw a hanky or not on Christmas Day. Yeah. And what is that? Those two teams aren't good, so Green Bay is gettable. Oh yeah, I don't think they're a juggernaut. I just think they're really good. Uh, they they would be favorites, rightfully so, over us. Yes. Uh, especially at the games there in Lambeau, and you have to go through Lambeau uh, this year. They're the one seed. so. And I know you could say, well, they did it last year. There were no fans in the stands. And, again, 
this version of this Green Bay team, I, they, they've played more consistently well over the course of the year, I, I, I think, uh, because they're better on the offensive line. Sir, there were 20,000 fans in the stands, <laughs> and, they, and they were banging signs against the, <laughs> against the aluminum seats. Uh, so at the end of the day, if you get to that game, what I get excited about is that it oddly is a game where there is zero pressure on the Bucks. We're the reigning Super Bowl champions. They want what we have. The, they're at home. Aaron has had this whole offseason that led to this, like, okay, this seems to be the culmination of, uh, that's it, that's all. I'm leaving after this year. Love you guys. Let's go win a title. It would be his second in Green Bay. What a way to go out, right? They'd be the favorites. That's a lot of weight. That's a lot of weight to carry. Let that thing be close midway through the second quarter. It's a little game pressure. All of a sudden, it's like, all right, now we can't blow this. Bucks are playing loose. Do have weapons. Do have enough. Here comes Jesus. He puts his hands on uh, Jason Pierre-Paul's shoulder. And you're like, oh, <laughs> look at that. Look at that. I don't think Pierre-Paul is going to be much of an impact player this year. I, no. He hasn't, he hasn't been good. And Tryon had a rough game last week. He did. Bruce, uh, Bruce, it was funny. Every once in a while, he'll make you chuckle, even when your defenses are up, that he's going to be brash. He said, a lot of finesse moves. A lot of finesse this weekend out of Joe. A lot of finesse. Oh, yeah. Oh. Just say he's soft, Bruce. Go yeah. ahead. Well, he, I was bitterly disappointed because his production has been, percentage-wise, per play, through the roof. He's been way better than Jason Pierre-Paul. And I thought, oh, well, he gets a start. Here we go. And was put on lockdown. Uh, if you had to rank the defenses in, in the NFC, you rank Dallas ahead of us, right? Yeah. The Rams probably ahead of us, too? Yes, yes. Green Bay, maybe? Maybe. I don't know about that. Still, that's, uh, that's daunting. When we want to play and we're healthy, we're still a dominant team against the run. And if you can shut somebody down, all right, if Shaq Barrett's back and getting pressure on the quarterback, then, okay, th that defense changes quite a bit. There was no Levante David, no Shaq Barrett. I don't know how much we wanted to be there. You could kind of just see them going through the motions until they decided, oh. In a weird way, I, I mean, the, the bizarre factor here is that A.B. quitting on the team and taking off his pads and jumping jacking it through the end zone, um, oddly, that's a phrasing, Jeff. That Phrase, amazingly yeah, odd. Yeah, phrasing, Jeff. Uh, I would not put that past. <laughs> hey, you know what? Sadly, sadly, that would be on brand for Antonio yeah, Brown, given like, some of the accusations. Look at that. Look at that. No, don't. Don't do that. Uh, so, anyhow. <laughs> Oddly, I think that may have inspired old Tom. He's like, all right, bitch. Let's see how it is. I'll go down here and do this with Sorrell Grayson. It's me. I'm the dude. <laughs> Watch. Here's Sorrell Grayson. Get you some of that. Right. He'll be so petty that he'll yeah. be under center in Lambeau. Cyril, yeah. it's going to you. Yeah. Here comes the touchdown. Rita, Rita, go. <laughs> It's <laughs> the so Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
All the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Moving headlong into uh, what will soon be... uh... Well, Tom, we've been at the forefront with this. Last week we did a show and we talked about... uh, Elite players getting plucked from rosters, and and then right, and we even said something along the lines of uh, a roster being currently recruited, even though a kid is, you know, committed and in tow with that team. You constantly have to re-recruit your own roster. You've got people under the table trying to offer things to kids on your roster. So in addition to recruiting kids at a high school and trying to lure transfer portal guys, you got to go back and re-recruit your own players and all that stuff. And so then, right after the show ended. Of course, the the news of uh, Williams uh, going uh, into the transfer portal from OU. And then yesterday we were talking about this, Tom, and now there's an article in The Athletic about contracts which would allow – so instead of you know the scholarships being what they are, but you know paying a player, it would, it would give you the right to restrict a player's movement um, the way that businesses can restrict your movement when you're a paid employee. Well, that article came out today. We talked about it yesterday. So I want to get to that in a moment. First, do you have any type of plan for long-term care for you or your loved ones? There are three main questions that we like to ask when discussing long-term care. First question, if you were to get sick tomorrow and were to need long-term care, where do you want to receive your care? Most people would say stay at home. Second question, which asset will you liquidate first to pay for said care? Most people say from my IRA or a nest egg. Third question, there was a better way to use the IRA or nest egg to pay for long-term care. Is this something you should take a look at? Pick up the phone and call or text Pete Tyson at 850-523-6118. That's 850-523-6118. And ask Pete to give you a free book that he co-authored, Tax-Free Money for Long-Term Care. Like I said, that's free. No cost or obligation. Call Pete Tyson at 523-6118. Five two three six one one eight, and we welcome aboard Preservation Financial Group. Good to be working with you guys. So, what I was referencing is um, is this idea that we're in uh, a time that is roster pandemonium. You could describe it as roster pandemonium, and it has everybody on edge. I was told in private this week that a coach, and I'll just sit, I'll put it that way. Um, is 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 not overwhelmed but frustrated because like many other coaches in that profession college football um they don't know what they can and can't do specifically and they're watching kids get recruited off their roster by other programs and they're quite sure some of the things that are being offered those players are straight up illegal but what to do about it in a lawless NCAA football Landscape, you know, like where nothing seems to be against the rules anymore. And these coaches, a lot of people would say, well, wah, you're paid $5 million, figure it out. Okay, fine, but they do still have to figure it out. And I don't think it's good for college football to have everybody and their brother uh, transferring from your team, your program, and then, and then again being re-recruited and offered NIL money uh, under you know all that stuff where you're kind of like, well, okay, look, I was for making sure we move things along to where we're not having uh, you know a situation where 
the NCAA uh, restricted free labor. Okay, we're not we're not doing that, right? We want yeah, kids to have the guys for selling their books back. Right, right. We're not, like, we're, not we doing? we're not doing that. Um, in that article in the Athletic today, uh, it notes that college football is at a crossroads, and we all know that. And you know, you, there's a little bit of chaos, and there's going to be tampering, and there's going to be really difficult roster management decisions that have to be made, and these coaches are going to have to figure it all out. But what it may very well lead to is what they originally and what a lot of people have been fighting for, which is that those scholarships now are going to come with a certain cash amount that you can actually have. Like, not just, hey, we're paying for your books and your classes and you're staying here in the dorm. No, no, like, here's some money for you to come here and play football. And, like, like walking around, buy stuff money. Right. And that by us giving you that said money... You you aren't free to just roll on Big River. You, you gotta it, by taking the money, you now are obligated to be here. Well, that would be beyond the the stipend that was increased, correct? You know, four or five years ago, which was I mean, kind of nominal. It was like you know a grand fifteen hundred or something like that, plus the unlimited meals. Remember that was a big hurdle back in the day of five oh, yeah. years ago. Was oh they can have unlimited meals Ooh. now? Wow. Yeah, what gets difficult, though, is reclassifying football outside of the current NCAA or college football world, or college sports world, so that Title IX does not come into play. Yeah, it's a huge... Otherwise, if that hurdle is cleared, what you can do at that point is tie in the NIL wing of what you're doing to the athletic department and make them one. Make one a wing of the other. Mm -hmm. And at that point, the scholarship can be tied to the NIL dollars such that you have to stick here for three years in order for it to vest. We will give you money to live on, but you're not going to get your big payday until you live out your contract. But you've got to figure out all kinds of stuff between then and now. Title IX is the biggest hurdle that you're talking about, without question. And listen, the economic structure of college football and college athletic departments in general is a huge hurdle. This is all going to be difficult. But this is an easy argument to make in a court of law about reclassification. Where's the money? Where's the income? You know, the income, we all know this, but mm-hmm. the income, I, what was it, uh, 10 years ago we had this, this discussion. I guess we've been around that long together yes, now. Yes, we have. But that it was 80-20, you know, like 80% football, 20% basketball. If you're good at both, it's still the, yeah, the it's ratio the, yeah, is, yeah. is 4 to 1. Football, football. It might be higher. Bus, baby. Maybe it's 90-10 now. But if you're going to make the argument about reclassification, it's an easy one. Like, what are the other sports going to bring me as an institution Correct. versus these? Yeah. So at that point that you can reclassify, but then you need the state legislatures to all agree, or sweeping federal legislation to get everybody on the same page. Then from there, you're still not done. Like this is a total mess. But it's moving in a direction that we wanted it to move. It's just that right now there's sheer chaos because we don't have any regulations. So we're gonna have to figure that part out. So here's the other thing, and somebody it's the put impetus this- for the change that we wanted, but we just. Yeah, they kind of went in oh, willy-nilly. Agreed, because yeah. it's been a bubble. We are correcting this bubble in which coaching staffs and, and yes, coordinators yeah, yeah. can be paid more than a head coach ever was up until about, what, the turn of the century? Like a $2.5 million remember, coordinator? Well, you know what I remember. I remember the the day that the, the Gators decided to pay Steve Spurrier a million dollars a year. I remember that was – people were like, what in the world? <laughs> Now think about that. Yeah, like Will Muschamp was the guy that was always setting the bar like, wow, it's a $1 million coordinator. Yeah. And now we laugh at that. Yeah. It's like that's the going rate. Coordinators if, used to have one-year contracts. That's crazy. They renewed every year. Even still, like to me, that that, that was always You'd have a coordinator make hundred grand and then not know if he was coming back next year. Mm. That's the way that worked Yeah, for a long time. Well, that's the way I think it's going to swing back to the players is it's going to work like that. You're going to have to prove it every year. We'll give you a certain amount of money, yeah, but yeah. you're going to have to prove it every year. Don't we suck. Your performance. <laughs> And somebody asked a question this week about that in the chat. I, we never got to it. But the question was, and I don't know the answer, 
Can you sign an NIL deal as a preferred walk-on? Can you work around the scholarship oh, limits and do that? Yeah. Is there a loophole for that? I wonder. That's because then you could go beyond the scholarship limits and, and yeah, say, you know yeah, what? Yeah, you really could. It doesn't matter. We're not paying for your, your school. Yeah, right. You're here. You want to be here yeah. of your own volition. Mm -hmm. Here's your fifty grand to drive a, a new truck of ours. I'm getting ready to get a new vehicle. It just reminded me of my oh, need to go. get out there and do it. Uh, it's Jeff Cameron's show. We'll get to the wagering with my mom in just a moment. 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. I forgot. We got Saturday football, everybody. Yes, yes, yes. Chiefs still have a shot at the number one spot in the AFC. The Cowboys could finish the regular season as high as number two in the NFC. Check out the playoff picture before week 18 kicks off. That was me reading a promo. Uh, those things I just mentioned are unlikely, to say the least. Uh, but that said, um, this is a really strange, strange weekend of games. Uh, but they begin on Saturday. So just a little heads up for you planning purposes uh, games both days. Felt weird not to have that last week. And by the way, the Saturday games, Chiefs at Broncos, Cowboys at Eagles. So uh, worth watching. Worth watching. Let's do, uh, let's do what we do. Cue it up, Tommy. And now for another edition of the Family Pick. Nick. Go to your room! Mama, the meatloaf! Take it away, Jeffrey. And away we go. It's been a while. The holidays uh, kind of collided and mixed, uh, messed up the schedule for us. And so uh, we bring in my mom now. Mom, I know I have the lead, but by how much? All right. Well, now, we have kind of gotten behind, and I gave you all of my picks for the last couple of weeks. And yeah. as far as I can tell, last week... We were at the, we had, I think, three games different or whatever, and then we split with two of them, and then the last one, I forget now. Oh, I know the last one. The Steelers, and I had whoever they were playing. The Browns. Yeah, and I said, oh, if I'd have thought about Ben's last game, I probably would have picked the Steelers. But anyway, you won that game, and I was six behind, and so I lost that game. So now I believe I'm seven. I'm back to seven. You're seven behind as we enter the week. That is correct. That was my computation as well. So good job. We're all set now. Well, here oh, we go. Lord, your mother's trying to keep us on a straight and narrow. Well... Seven back. I don't know if you're going to rally like you did last year. We'll see. I know. I'm telling you. And I'm having to get over my illness and everything. So I know. I'm telling you. But I'm, I'm coming back. All right. Here we go. Let's get focused, Mom. Here we go. Lock it in. Chiefs at Broncos Saturday. Yeah. Chiefs at Broncos. Um, I'm taking the Chiefs. Me too. Cowboys at Eagles Saturday night. I know. There's some really good games, and then there's some that are not so good. Um. I'm taking Dallas. Now, they've got to win this, right? They don't have to win it, no. They're in the playoffs. But they, um, they're they 11-5, so they're easily in the playoffs. But they they aren't playing well right now, so we'll see. I mean, that'll be interesting. Um, but, I mean, as far as, like, with the their, their seating and all that kind of stuff, doesn't it help them? Yeah, it, yes, it would help them in their seating, yes. That's what, that's what I mean. Yeah, they're going to play hard. Both teams will play hard, yes. Um, so you're taking the Cowboys, me too. Okay. All right, here we go. Packers at Lions. Oh, yeah. Oh, Packers. And they're not playing their starters, but um, I, too, will take the Packers, although 
if it were anybody not named the Lions or Jaguars, I might think about the other team because I don't think the Packers care and they don't need to care because they are the one seed. They've locked yeah, it up. They're the ones. I know it. Well, yeah, I know some of these. That's why it gets so hard to pick these games, and um, because you, yeah. you don't know if they really do care. But yeah, I still think Green Bay, even without their starters, should be able to beat Detroit. You would think Colts at Jags. Colts at Jags. Oh, Colts. Washington at the Giants. Neither team playing for anything. I know. See, this that's one of the games that I have with an asterisk by it. It's like a nothing game, and I don't know really what to do with that game. Um, who is playing quarterback for Washington? Heineke no. still. Oh, he is? He's, uh, all right, I'm going with Washington. Yeah, me too. Uh, Bears at Vikings. Neither team playing for anything. By the way, uh, Justin Fields not starting for the Bears in this game. He has COVID, so they're going with the backup. Oh, okay. Now, wait just a second. Bears, Vikings. Okay. Um, Again, neither team playing for anything. I know that. I think I'm going to – but but Chicago, their they're quarterback's not playing. No. Um, I think I'll take the uh, Minnesota. Me too. Titans at Texans. Uh, Titans. Steelers at Ravens. Yes, Steelers. I think they, they, they definitely have to win that, right? They do, but they also need help. It'll be interesting. Uh, I, I'm going to take the Ravens. I'm gonna All right, now wait a minute. i got to find this on my sheet here because i got <laughs> I to gotta, I gotta mark it down because I won't, I won't know. Okay, you're taking Okay, you're taking Baltimore. I'm taking Baltimore. Here we go. Bengals at Browns. I know. Now that's quite the game, but I think the Bengals. Now, are they, now they, Joe Burrow is not playing. Oh, he's not? Oh. No. Mm. Joe Burrow is not playing. Yeah, that changes things, doesn't it? It does change things. <laughs> who, who in the world is playing for Joe? I don't know who their backup is. Who is their backup, Tom? Uh, I'm not sure, but Baker's not playing either. Yeah, well, that's a good thing for the Browns. The Browns yeah. actually get an upgrade at quarterback by benching Baker Mayfield. Oh, man. Um, I don't know what to do about that game. Um, and it doesn't – now, if Cleveland wins – No, it doesn't matter. They're 7-9. and nine. They suck. Okay, so they they can't get in anything. Nope, they're eliminated. They they're eliminated. Holy smokes! Um, but who's ever playing for Baker might really be trying to prove something. Well, he's a career backup. He's been in the league forever, but he's better than Baker Mayfield. Okay. Um, man, I don't know who this. Pick is. a game, Mom. Pick it. Let's go. Okay, um, I'm picking uh, Cleveland. Okay, me too. Forty ers at Rams. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a, that's a meaningful game with a lot on the line. Yes, it's a big that game. Is, I know it. I guess I'm going to take the Rams. I'm torn, but I'll take the Rams as well. Uh, Panthers at Bucks. Oh, yeah. You know, golly, I'm taking the Bucks, of course, but this, I don't like all this drama around this our team. <laughs> I, I, I just do not like it, and I'm mad about A.B., and we do really need him, and he's such a jerk, and I'm just so aggravated um but i'm taking the bucks but did you see that thing in the in the online or in the paper about terrell owens wanting to come and help us i did yeah no i'll take a pass on that please um <laughs> oh my lord i know uh i too am taking the bucks seahawks at cardinals yeah now easy game pick the cardinals move on i know i do have it arizona down here on the sheet okay patriots will beat the dolphins saints yeah. at falcons you are giving up on your Dolphins now. They're done. I know. Oh, Lordy. They gave it a good run, though. They did. Um, who, who did you just say? Saints, Saints and Falcons. Yeah. Um, I took Atlanta. 
Ooh, okay. Well, all right. I like that you did. I'll take the Saints. I, um, I, I'll take. I, listen, I don't love the Saints, but I'll take the Saints to win that game. Jets at Bills. You're going to take the Bills. And finally, here's the game. Chargers at Raiders. Both 9-7. and seven. Winner goes to the playoffs. Loser goes the hell home. Isn't that something? Here we Holy go. Holy smokes. If I was one of their big fans, I would, <laughs> oh, my Lord, I'd be having a nervous breakdown. Um, I took the Chargers. I'll take the Raiders. There you go. There it is. Yeah, all right, Mama. We've got three different. I know. we got Raiders, you got New Orleans, and then you've got Baltimore. Is that, yeah, that's that the different that, ones? Those are the different ones, Mama. Oh, Lori, this is going to be an exciting weekend. <laughs> right, listen, before we go, though, I just want to ask you um, about this whole thing with, with A.B. I mean, I know that obviously he should be off the team and everything, but all of this after-drama stuff with he said, she said, and all that kind of stuff, I just... You, you know, don't need to worry about it, Mother. He's no, it's not gonna. No, it's over with. You don't no. think it's gonna upset the locker room? No, and all that kind of stuff. No, no. Now listen. I kind of think this 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 might really motivate Tom to say, you know what? I stuck up for you, and da 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 da. And now you've done this, and I'll just show you. Well, who knows? I mean, Tom finds motivation in just waking up and training for football every day for the rest of his life. So I, I don't know if he needs it, but uh, I would say it, it could. I mean. I like the story of Cyril Grayson, so I, I, this gives me oh something gosh, to lock I into. I love that story. Isn't that amazing? It is. So, yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. I don't think, no, you're removing a cancer. Now, are you better? Uh, most of the time when you remove cancer, you are. But in this case, the answer is no. This was a good cancer. <laughs> but at least in terms of <laughs> in, in terms of ability, yes. But I do think you are removing a distraction. So I don't know. The Bucks are going to be ready to play. It's just it's just a question of whether they're good enough or not. That's all it is. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll we'll see. Obviously, this week they should. Well, it's not now. If we if we beat the Panthers, can we improve our seating at all? Only if some teams lose. Yes, we can. Uh, we would like say say the Rams lose. Yes. Oh, that would be good. Yes, that would be huge. Yeah. Now, if Green Bay loses, since they're not no, playing, doesn't, anybody, make, doesn't help us. Nope. Doesn't help us. Nope. Oh. Okay. So the, the Rams are the only team that can help us. That's correct. We need the Rams to lose. Oh, I'm going to be rooting hard. Okay. Go San Fran. All right. So, well, anyway, you guys have a good weekend and Happy New Year to everybody. Thank you, Mama. Love you. All right. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There we go. There's Mama Cameron. Had to straighten out the playoff picture and who's playing, who's not for her. Any surprises, Tom? Uh, the Atlanta pick, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's a Because the Saints are still, they can get in. They need help, but they can get that's in. That's a game I want to lose. Come on, Falcons. That's I, why you play Taysom over the 50 and a half. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, he's going to run a lot because the Lord knows he's not good at throwing it. So here goes a whole lot of running it. And um, could the Falcons care enough to want to keep them from going to the Absolutely. playoffs? Absolutely. Kyle so. Pitts came out this week and said, because he, he was injured in non-contact play last week and it looked like that was it for the season. And he said, I know that we're not going to make the playoffs, but we're playing the Saints. They don't like each other. No, they don't like each other. Kyle Pitts embraced it. Let's go. There you go, Kyle Pitts. Come back, wrap it up momentarily. Hang in. Boy, those would have been the parties back in the day. Oh, we're coming in in our suits. We do a little dancing. Throw some chicks over my head. Yeah, but you know what? Those parties smelled. Oh, yeah. They didn't have air conditioning, and everybody's wearing five layers. Well, the guys were. Well, I was smoking, though. 
A lot of smoking. Oh, so you have yeah, B.O. and smoke. B.O. and Basically smoke. Paris. A lot of booze. No, thank you. Yeah, but the dancing was good. It was a good kind of dancing. Hey, this is why the Roaring Twenties are back again. Once everybody gets, I mean, once we get through all these variants mm. to a place where the variant is not even thought about anymore, people are going to be out and about. The Roaring Twenties take two. <laughs> One can hope. Pick a game, Tom. It'll okay. Be, it'll be brought to you by North Florida Payroll Services, locally owned for nearly 15 years, offering payroll and HR services, including full online applicant Onboarding and integration into payroll. Save your company money and headaches today. Head to NorthFordaPayroll.com. Before you queue it up, quick on the chat. If you're on the chat right now, thank you. Uh, Answer me if you know this. I'm getting a PS5 today, and I need uh, get to pick three games. Now, I know I'm getting MLB The Show because that's what the hell I do. But now, PS5 games specifically. Give me the best ones, everybody. Come on. Fire it up. Let's go. Put it in the chat. Uh, all right, now, go ahead, cue it up. <laughs> hey, Big Daddy, having some red Russians tonight? We'll know in about 47 seconds. Into an open wing. It's picked up by Dowdy, an empty net. He scores. Hot damn. Big Daddy's done it again. Red Russians all around, Teddy. All right, Big Daddy. All right, so yesterday I gave you Taysom Hill over 50 yards uh, rushing. Right. I'm also going to throw up Saints, Falcons, under 40 for the total. Okay. Why? Because you see uh, 23 to 10 Saints? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of an ugly yeah, field goal festival Taysom in the red Hill, zone. 176 yards, <laughs> one touchdown, yeah. rush for 85 yards and so, a touchdown. Yeah, just got to rush for more than 50. That's what he's got to do. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I'll give you Saints, Falcons, under 40. And, by the way, did I see that number right? Let me double-check my math here, Tom. Are the Raiders getting points in that game against the Chargers? It, no, I'll check it. At home, check that for me if you can. Uh, by the way, I see where you guys are stepping up here. Good job. Everybody told me don't get Madden. See? Steven Trust says I should get Spider-Man for the boys. I guess. I mean, they don't really care about superhero stuff. Get him NHL. Those games are always fun. I'm hoping the Falcons rise up. Maverick helmets. Yeah, it's uh, Chargers minus three. Raiders plus three. Give me the Raiders plus three. They're going to win the game. Have you looked at how bad the Chargers are in everything that doesn't involve great quarterback play? Like stopping people, you know, <laughs> you know tackling, like you know, all kinds of things that matter besides quarterback play because they got a great quarterback. But man, that's all they have. They don't do things well. Not they're, they're they, <laughs> yeah, don't, they don't do a lot of things well. Hashtag analysis. They don't. They don't. They don't do, do things, things well. well. That's what I would tell people. Like, what's the problem with the Chargers? They don't do things well, and they don't even call plays well for a guy that is a a freak of nature. He's got a howitzer for an arm, and they like for much of this year they refused oh, to throw the yeah. ball down the field. It's little meshes and drags I've for done, Keenan I've, Allen. I've done with that nonsense. What are we? Come on, man. They should hire Byron Leftwich. You get that downfield attack, Bruce Arians offense. Yeah. Well, so FIFA, Ghost Warrior Sniper. Ooh. I like sniping people. Yeah, that's fine. You have to admit, that's never gotten old. It, going oh, all no. the way back, like, you go to my Sega Genesis days. I mean, I 
Sniping people is a lot of fun. <laughs> Any game where you can be an assassin, just randomly shoot people oh. from a great distance. But even fun. snipe team snipers in Halo Two and Halo Three is one of my favorite matchmaking modes there is. You know, they they kind of ruined it since then. The Halo Two team snipers was amazing, and the new game is out, and that one's fun. It's weird though. The gameplay is kind of like halfway backwards in time. Got a little worse mm. in order to make it a throwback. Mm. Oh, okay. But the game engine's smooth. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Director Matthew's making fun of you. You're into Fortnite? Is that true? <laughs> no. Good. No. Good. So here's what that is. I, I figured I, it out, Director. I figured this one out. I was going to say, you better not be into Fortnite. That no. game is butt. Be- it is. Because the makers of Rocket League make Fortnite. I do enjoy me some Rocket, Rocket League. Rocket League's fun. Rocket League is I mindless play, fun. I play Rocket League with the boys. They get pissed. So I sent Matthew on Xbox a, uh, a friend request. And he got it when he was playing Fortnite because it's the same little... Why are you playing Fortnite, Matthew? Get it together. There it is. There it is. Turn it around. What are you doing? That's right. That is not a game an adult male plays. That's that's hockey right there. You were headman stepping up at the blue line. We're on offense now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job. (laughs) Way to go. What are we doing? Uh, No, so, okay, games. I gave you uh, Saints-Falcons under 40. And, uh, and oh, Gran Turismo Seven, yeah, that that's a great Raiders suggestion. plus three. Hey, Sorry. so somebody brought up Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That game is awesome. I had it for the PS4. Is it appreciably better for the PS5? You're playing the same game. It's the same exact game. Yeah, it's just the the graphics are a little bit better, 4K, that kind of thing. Get there has to be a game. The Gran that Turismo is game is that's always been really a, a, the most realistic I get thing. Bored the-, the tears riding around in a car in a race car. I'm <laughs> but like, it's like F1 and stuff too. Yeah. I don't know about all that. All right. All right. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. I, nobody else has really brought that up. You know, I won both my games this week for this right here. You did? I had Rangers on Monday. Take them over the Oilers. Edmonton's about to, I don't know what. They always implode. Mm-hmm. And I had the Lightning last night on the money line. You know that they hit six posts in that game on a 4-1 to win? Tampa Bay hit six I, posts. Yes, I know. They dominated. Um, so, and they dominated the night before, too. And Columbus well, is they're starting to feel what is up with Columbus. They're starting to feel comfortable again now that they got their players back. Tampa Bay plays Boston tomorrow minus one fifty on the money line. Don't mess with the puck line. This could be a shootout of overtime. Take Tampa Bay minus one fifty and enjoy the payday. Tom's on a roll right now, so I'm going to let him do the hockey. That's fine. I, and then you can take my football picks there. I got to get down with some three team six point teaser pleasers. <laughs> I am I am a teaser pleaser master. Yeah, but you said this weekend is uh, that's a toughie. If you did, though, you'd, you would want Raiders plus nine. I know that much, right? That would be one of your first plays, Raiders plus nine. To oh, build easily, it together. easily. And then I'll marry that with something else. Maybe You could get the Jets plus 23 and a half against the Bills. So last week I was able to get, uh, who did I get plus 20? Uh, Washington, I think it was. No, somebody, I, I can't remember now, but I got somebody up to plus 20. Uh, oh, I got Atlanta plus 20 because against the Bills, I was like, oh, they'll keep that within 20, and they did. I mean, the Jets are still playing hard. Roll Sala. They do so play hard. You give them 23 points, there you go. There's two of them. We'll see. I'll decide my six-point teacher. <laughs> <laughs> <You> step off. <laughs> Briley, you're right. Jeff, headshots. You know you want to. All right. I'll sniper somebody. I hey, Listen, uh, Yak Crew, I can't play Call of Duty. I suck at it. I'm officially old. I get killed in seconds. I used to be the master of these things. It's so crazy. There's a, there's something in the genes that for, for people over the age of 40, once it happens, you can't play those games. Not with the kids. My kids kill me inside of six seconds every time. It drives me nuts. My son has a PS4 in the back, so I play the one out front, and he plays the one in the back. He'll be like, Dad, play me in Call of Duty. Let's go. 
It's no fun for me. I'm like, I can't do it. I get there, I start walking, bam, 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 I'm dead. I'm like, good God. I took one step. Well, How you, did you know where I was? You have to learn the maps. That's the thing. And that takes time. That's a serious time commitment. I just went through the uh, the ranked phase of Halo. And Bill, if you're listening, it's time. But um, they give you a ranking after you play 10 matches to discern how good you are. Mm-hmm. And it goes bronze, silver, gold, platinum, what, diamond, yeah. arms. I only got a gold one. I I was devastated. You must have been. I'm like, a platinum to a yeah. diamond player. Yeah. And they gave me a gold one. They went, Here's your oh, gold no. one. I'm wondering, is it time? It hurts, man. It happens. It's, I'm going to have to memorize the maps. You're right. But there's a million maps in that game. The, I, but also the weapons. I think the kids keep the good weapons from me. I'm, I don't know which weapon's better than the other. Uh, now, obviously, I can deduce based on certain things. Uh, there, there, is, uh, there are context clues. That's a shotgun. This is a machine gun. Got it. But, man, I get killed. I, I start walking. Literally six seconds in, I hear him giggling. I'm like, oh, I'm about to die. Good work out of you. Good work, everybody. Enjoy the weekend. Be well. We'll talk to you on Monday.